Hello, I'm John Sizemore, NSU Athletic Director, and I always listen to Riverhawk Sports Nest Podcast. Good afternoon. This is Riverhawk Sports Nest with Sean Solo. And Captain Morgan. We are on location. It is a big day for NSU Athletics. We are actually in Broken Arrow at the Broken Arrow uh, I went to campus, Annex. Uh, at the yeah. Annex building. Yeah. And we are here to watch the press conference of introducing Coach, you say it this time. Uh, Coach, and, uh, Coach Darren Shavini. Sure. Coach Darren Shavini. <laughs> Sarah Rini. Sarah Rini. We'll get, we'll, get it, we'll get it figured out. We'll get it figured out. <laughs> but this is kind of a big deal. We've been on a, you know, it, a, a search for so we, but the committee and courts, John Sizemore, and found this guy. He's got, he's, got a, he's got a pretty good track record. Uh, he does. He's got quite a resume. And one of the things that I found, even uh, in researching him, but also with this position, I think there was 150 applicants for this position that they had to go through. So quite, quite a task for uh, that is, John Sizemore and the team to go through. That is fascinating. That, is. that many applicants. I mean, I, you know, there's all kinds of programs and colleges and junior colleges. And so yeah. to get up to a Division II level, I, I can see why. But that's just from our little old school. And you uh-huh. get to, well, Good to hear that. Yeah, Coach Sizemore, he's been doing great, great things, obviously. You know, we've been able to see a lot of those things. And this is just another one of those things that, that we see him doing that we're excited about for him uh, to do and to bring to, to Tahlequah to NSU. So. He is moving and shaking. Yeah, he is. He is. So for some of our listeners, um, Coach Cheverini, uh, he is he is rebuilt three different programs. Uh, Riverside City College uh, out in California, most recently uh Chafee or Shafee College, I'm not sure you say that, and then the University of Colorado. He's coached at the Division One level. I mean, yeah, Division One. Then JUCO. The guy is is, is a beast. Um, he's coached at uh, Texas Tech with Clingsbury. He's been at UCLA with Chip Kelly. He seems like, from everything I read, he is a great young offensive mind. Because in every every stop, his offenses. You know, he was a wide receivers coach or co-offensive coordinator. Everything has been jumping off the chart. He's either led the conference or led the nation. You know, what was it uh, you were telling me on the way in was at Tech he went top uh, four? Well, I, think or in, that- uh, I think in Colorado, he when he was offensive coordinator there, they were fourth in the uh, Division One in total yards per game. Oh, that's yeah, you're yeah, right. That's pretty impressive. That's pretty impressive. And then to take uh, the recruiting class, too, is obviously something that he's able to do. He's able to recruit some people and t- turn the teams around quick, which is. That was, there was uh, two articles that said that he was in a, one of the top 20, top 25 recruiters in the country. Mm-hmm. So he gets the kids to come play for your school. And the other stat was 41 or 42 players that he's recruited have gone on to play Division One. That's awesome. That is awesome. So I mean, that, that's gonna that's gonna bring so much some good football to NSU. I uh, mean, that's got to be a, a big selling point for these kids. It's like, okay, yes, I'm gonna come to this Division two school, play for a great coach. Do I stay? If I do, you know, want to venture out, definitely get the coaching for it for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that we're gonna be playing in some bowl games now again, uh, and, you know, sooner rather than later. You know, and the, the experience that uh, that Coach Severini has at the bowl games. I mean, I saw he's been at the Alamo Bowl. Um, you know, obviously this last year they went undefeated, took them to the bowl. Um, so he's and that was Chaffee, right? That's, yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Chaffee. So I think he's got some things. He's got. I mean, he's got experience of being at these places, and I mean, I think it's going to be able to really help him with his recruiting. 
Well, it's going to be interesting. So after the press conference today, we are going to actually sit down and get to talk to them a um, little bit more one-on-one, -on -one, kind of a casual talking sports, talking football with them. So we've got some interesting questions, I think, lined up for them and get to know them a little bit better and hopefully let the listeners out there get to know him better as well because he's going to be our coach. I'd like to see what he's got lined up for us. Absolutely, yeah. I look forward to I look forward to the conversation with him and John and, and who else. Will, I don't know who else will be Let's on see here. We get the president on maybe, get of course, uh, Coach Sizemore. And yeah. We'll get him on here. So we will take a station identification break, so to speak. This is the Riverhawk Sports Nest podcast. We were reporting from NSU Broken Arrow, the Annex Room. That's right. Location. Brought to you by Precision Consulting and DJ, DJ Sean Solo Entertainment. <laughs> this is Coach Cheverini, new head football coach of the Northeastern State University Riverhawks. Catch us every week on Riverhawks Sports Nest. All right, we got a red light. All right, All right ladies and gentlemen. As promised, we are back. This is Riverhawk Sports Nest podcast, but this time we are going live on the book face. I'm Sean Solo. He is Captain Morgan. We have our AD, Sean Sizemore here, and our new head football coach, Coach Chev. Welcome, sir. Appreciate you having me. No, we appreciate you taking the time. I know you guys have been uh, talking all afternoon and shaking hands and kissing, you know, <laughs> kissing babies and all that kind of stuff, of but... Uh, we are super excited about this. I've been looking, you know, your resume is awesome and super stoked about you being involved with this and, you know, just introduce you to the to the listeners. So, you know, I know you just left uh, Chafee, is that how you say it? Yeah, Chafee College. Chafee College. Yes, sir. What, uh, I know you kind of said in the podcast, I mean, in the uh, the announcements, but what did NSU kind of stick out to you than, that other colleges didn't? You know, I think when I was doing my research, just... You always want to go somewhere where they have <clears throat> rich tradition and rich history. And the football program at NSU, if you look at the history of this program, there's a lot of great football teams that have come through NSU. And I know that that hasn't been the case the last couple of years, but I, I'm a firm believer that if you can get the right people in the building from a staff perspective and from a roster standpoint, you can build something special. And, you know, I've been a part of three rebuilds, and, um, you know, this would be my fourth one. And I truly believe that there's great opportunity here. You know, you have support from the athletic director and the president's office, and those things have to be in a line for you to do the great things at a, at a college football level. And I think we have that support. And so once those stars kind of started to align, I could see myself being here in Oklahoma and helping NSU get back on the map as a college football program. What are the initial, some of the initial uh, challenges that you see? Obviously, you talked about the NIL, I mean, not the NIL, but the, uh, the portal yeah. earlier, but coming into a, a college like this that has struggled so long now yeah. in football is having a hard time competing, you know, with the other teams in the, in the conference. What are some challenges you're seeing to try to get players here? I know you were, when I was doing some of your research, you've been like a, a top 25 recruiter, yeah. you know, across the country. And so... Yeah. I think the, the challenge is it's actually a good thing. I think the way college football is set up right now with the portal, that you can flip programs a lot quicker than you could in the past. In the past, you couldn't do this. You'd have to you know, sign your 25 players each and every year. You couldn't necessarily move on from players and, and try to upgrade your roster. But I think now with the way it's kind of situated with the portal and with, the, with people transferring out of programs, is that we can assess our current roster, see what our needs are, and go out. And as long as we have the money within our scholarship budget, we can go out there and sign these kids. And so I'm excited about that. One thing I, I pride myself on is being a really good talent evaluator. 
and then also, you know, on top of that, being able to recruit and sign good talent. Um, and so anyone that's on my staff is going to share that same vision. And like I said, we're going to work each and every day to find the right people to get on the bus so we can win football game. What kind of time frame are you um, with the portal? How does that work right now in college football with being now we're into the year and I'm sure a lot of recruiting is well, still taken on? Or? The good thing about a Division II school too is that all the Division One schools, they had mid-year signing today was their mid-year signing period. And so the next one is not till the first Wednesday in February. And so we'll have a chance as a staff to get in here, evaluate our own roster, see what our needs are, get on the road in January, you know, you know, identify the talent that's here in Oklahoma, which is a lot. You know, there's a lot of talented players that can help us right now in the state of Oklahoma, but also the surrounding states. And then also within the portal, we have to do a great job of identifying, evaluating, and then getting them here those last couple weekends in January so we can sign, you know, a top class that can help with some of the good players that we have on the roster. Um, it's going to be a lot of work, but that's what that's why we do this. I mean, it's it's fun, it's challenging, and that's why I coach football to help young men be better and also bring people together. So obviously, you you love the challenge of trying to rebuild a program. Yeah, I mean, it's, there's, no, there's nothing more gratifying, and I told this to John. There's nothing more satisfying or gratifying when you see something that you put your heart and soul in come together and then you're sizing up rings. And I don't know when that's going to happen here in NSU, but I do know there's going to come up a day where we size up rings. And um, it's going to take a lot of hard work. It's going to take a lot of progress. But, shoot, every great thing has a starting point, and this is just a starting point. Well, I want to say, first of all, congratulations, um, uh, Coach John Sizemore, and on the hire as well. I know you've been working hard, and uh, and again to you and to you, Coach Chev, as well. Uh, the notably over 150 applicants, um, I think qualified applicants, uh, were up for this. So, um, one, I've got a question for you, John. And you know, the process. I'm sure we're going to hear some about going to the process on there. We, did, you know, we just had a press conference, so some of it's there. But uh, and then I'm going to after uh, after Coach uh, Sizemore answers the question, I'm going to I want to see. If Are you going to say briefly, the key phrase? Briefly, <laughs> are you gonna say the key phrase? <laughs> oh, oh, wait. I'm on. Okay. Are you blue collar? <laughs> Hard work. Blue collar. Um, but as far I, I'll, I'll do, I'll let uh, Coach Sizemore answer that. And then uh, what we're what I'm, I'm looking at with you is you had uh, applied at NSU. So um, after John talks, kind of see what what that uh, process was for you. Like you weren't recruited necessarily, that you saw the position and you applied for it. So yeah, you know um, the process is kind of what you would think it would be. Is just you open up your <laughs> your computer and you get it with about a kajillion people that are one to come to Tahlequah, Oklahoma, and and uh, a lot of great potential people and a lot of good folks. And uh, you just have to start going through and and um, you got to do your due diligence. You you've got to pay attention to every single thing and. Um, you don't want to pass over somebody because uh, people in my position or this position or anything in athletics or even in business, when you're hiring, you're not affecting yourself. You're affecting hundreds of people around you and communities. And in our situation, we're affecting thousands of people and hundreds of kids' lives. And so I take everything uh, very seriously. And I, I went through every single piece of paper that was handed to me and looked at every single page and every single line and weeded through everything that I could uh, just to make sure that I was doing and uh, my part to, to make sure we found the perfect fit or, or somebody that we knew that would be well qualified to, to do the things that we needed. And it was a long process, you know, 
Uh, I didn't get 150 in one day, so I, had, I got to spread it out. But, you know, first day we opened it up, I had about 40, and then the next day I had another 25, the next day another 30, and the next day. And then those were the ones that ran through uh, the, the regular process. I probably had another 150 to 200 phone calls and emails and text. So probably 300 and something people that were uh, honestly reaching out, uh, inquiring about the position, which just tells me that uh, one or two things. Uh, it must be a phenomenal, great opportunity for somebody or for at least 300 people, uh, <laughs> or there's not very many head coaching opportunities. In the <laughs> uh, so anyhow, I went through the process and narrowed them down, uh, put together a really good committee. Um, you know, I had free reign. My president gave me free reign to do however I wanted to do it. Uh, he handed it off to me and told me to use him for his support, which, uh, you know, for somebody like uh, our president to have that kind of trust in me says a lot. And, you know, I know Coach uh, alluded to that. You know, he, he was kind of sold on our president, too. But started started there, put together a great committee. Uh, Greg Wadley, uh, one of our biggest supporters uh, over the years, has done great things for, for the university and for athletics at NSU. Um, one of the most brilliant minds that I have been associated to be able to talk to, and it reminds me of my mentor, Frank Broyles. Um, he carries himself like that. And it's just one of those kind of figures that you just want to be around because – they just exude success because they work so hard yeah. and then they they really their minds are just brilliant so i i knew my first phone call I was like i got to get greg wadley on this because <laughs> i got to utilize his talent and uh he said i'm i'm in i'm jumping on board uh and then of course cherokee nation you know uh one of the greatest uh uh institutions in the whole entire world uh, their headquarters is right in tahlequah and they've been mm-hmm. such a huge support of nsu and, and athletics and um, you know, Brian Warner, a good friend of mine, deputy chief from Cherokee Nation, uh, a huge athletic supporter, an athlete himself, has just done so many things for, for people in the surrounding area and even in the country. So I called Mr. Warner. I said, would you uh, be opposed to helping us, you know, weed through this and trying to find the right fit? And, and he was uh, jumped right on board. And then, of course, one of our local talents uh, in the community, Jason Wright of Wright Real Estate, who's at one point, and I don't know if there still are, is the largest selling real estate company in the entire world based out of Tahlequah, Oklahoma. Uh, They had more sales at one point than anybody in the entire world. So that tells you what kind of people they are. And they started that business from scratch. So anyway, they they jumped on board. And of course, all of our staff, we weeded through these things. And, uh, you know, I I did the initial stuff and, and got it down to where we could make it manageable. And then kind of the rest is history. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, good job. Well, Coach, tell me a little bit about it, uh, your search here. You know, I, I, um, I'll tell you a crazy story. So I had just finished um, our season at Chafee. We finished 11-0, and and we won the American Division Bowl Championship. And I got a random message. This is how, this is how you know fate and destiny works in weird ways, right? Uh-huh. So I'm very active on Twitter, and um, – I get a message on Twitter, and it's from someone in Oklahoma. It just says, hey, coach, I think you'd be a great fit at NSU. And I had no clue who this guy was, no clue. And um, so I'm like, what, what, where's NSU? So I kind of looked up, did my research, and I'm like, okay, Northeastern State, okay, great football tradition. Okay, I've had some struggles. All right, they're trying to you know revamp this thing. So kind of did my research on it, and then um, I saw that the job had posted. And so I'm saying, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to – I'm going to apply to this job because I know I can help NSU be a, be a great football program. And, um, you know, sure enough, a couple of days later, 
get a call from John. And we had a, just an initial conversation just about the process and where he's thinking he's taking this thing and probably gauge my interest too because I'm sure you get a lot of people that apply for jobs, but do they really want the job, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm sure you wanted to gauge some interest there. We had some great conversations and then, you know, talked to him again. And then, um, you know, before you know it, we're kind of talking about, you know, I want to bring you in and sit down with you and, you know, see what your vision is for our place. And so, you know, these, I, I, like I said, I'm a true believer that all things happen for a reason. I'm a true believer that things, people come together for a reason. And there's a reason why I'm sitting here at, uh, at NSU and, um, you know, John being a big part of that. So I do believe we can, we can start by taking this program to a to a higher level for sure okay well that's good that's already talking there's already the talk of the town because this morning i was getting gas at casey's and i'm just <laughs> getting gas and then there's two guys over there uh one of them worked at cherokee nation and the other one was a uh, was in a plumbing truck it looked like and they were just they were buddies and they were talking and i just heard them talk about you and uh <laughs> you know we got an nfl uh, ex-player going to be our coach. So uh, yeah. you're, it's it's pretty neat that, you know, you've already – you're coming one, in and making a splash. One thing I can say since being here is that the people are unbelievable. I mean, they're so gracious. They're so appreciative. You know, I've gotten – you know, usually, you know, I'm, I'm obviously born and raised on the West Coast, but I've lived a bunch of different places in Texas, in Arizona, in Cleveland, Ohio, in Atlanta, Georgia. But the people here, like, they, they look you in the eye. They want to shake your hand. And, you know, they knew – when I walked into a room, people were like, hey, that's Coach Chev, that's Coach Cheverini, and that's that's pretty cool. I yeah. can see that they're hungry for a winner here. Mm-hmm. They're hungry to be competitive, you know, in the MIAA and then also the games that we play outside the MIAA. But, you know, people want to win. It's my job to bring that together. So we're, we're going to get that done. That's good. And in your pressure – I'm sorry. Uh, in your pressure that you did, you actually outl- you outlined some good things. I'm not going to ask you to go over this right now, but mm-hmm. that, that's you made a good outline and, uh, you know, you've got a good good direction of where you want to take things. And I was pretty impressed with some of the things that you had talked about with your philosophy and stuff. I mean, you got to have a vision and you got to have a way of executing that vision. You know, no great things happen without a plan. And so I have a plan that I'm going to put in place. You know, we've got to get the right people in the building staff-wise and roster-wise. And if you do that, good things will happen. So we're, we're going to get there. And you already brought – you just brought Junior with you straight over? Yeah, Junior's coming with me from Chafee. Um, I'm still working on some other guys right now uh, in the process. But, you know, Junior's a big part of that that piece. He's a good football coach. He's a, he's a friend of mine, but I don't hire friends. I hire good football coaches. Very good. So, uh, you know, I know he's going to do his job at a very high level and he's going to recruit, and, and that's what we need to do to turn this thing around. Okay. Now, coming up here, I, you said you, uh, you're married, and what was your wife's name? My wife, Shannon, is here Shannon. In, the, in the audience. She's over there. We have, we have an audience of about 100 people. <laughs> yes. <laughs> now, they already left for a happy hour at, or dinner or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've been married 24 years. We have uh, two of our kids, you know, our son, Curtis. You know, is 24. Our daughter's 22. Our daughter's going to be starting uh, grad school here pretty soon. Um, she's done a great job being the rock of, of our family because if you're in this profession, as John knows, I mean, there's a lot of times where you got to pick up in a moment's notice and say, hey, you know, you're either getting, you, I always say this, you're either getting, either getting promoted or you're getting demoted in this profession. <laughs> yeah. No status quo. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so uh, we've been on both sides of that thing, and uh, she's awesome. I mean, when this opportunity came up, I said, hey, can you see yourself moving uh, to Oklahoma? And she's like, whatever you, whatever you want, Darren, I'm there. So. You got to have a great woman in this profession if you want to be successful. Very good. And coming from the West Coast, Oklahoma does have the longest or largest uh, shoreline 
We have, it, the, we have the most miles of shoreline yes. in, this, in, this, in the United States. So we have rivers and lakes for you. We just don't have, you know, yeah, the yeah. PCH and it's all that for the, you. The beaches. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's some beach, but they're more rocks. And, yeah, we, love, yeah. Yeah, we love river and lakes, too. Okay, good. I love, good. I love going on the boat in the summer, so we'll definitely do some of that. Very good. Well, I wanted to touch back on talking about competing at the MIAA. Mm-hmm. You know, some of the talk, and I talked to John about this before, so I wanted to, your input, you know, about the change from – us playing football as an independent. Yeah. How do you, now obviously this, this fall is going to be different because we've already got the schedule already mapped out, but how do you see that in the building process? Have you ever had to deal with something like that, that just going independent and what you think that would be, be doing, think, positive think, or negative? I think going independent is a positive thing for us. Just gives us the ability to schedule our, uh, our yearly you know, opponents, but also allow us to build our program the right way. You know, um, obviously the MIAA is a great conference, really good football teams in there. And but at the end of the day, they're good football teams because they have really good football players. I mean, that's 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 what it is. And right. so we have to navigate, you know, our recruiting in a way that where we can elevate our roster yearly to where we can compete each and every week against MIAA conferences, opponents, or whatever conference we happen to be in. But at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what conference you're in, you know, you know from the Pac-12, the old Pac-12 to the, you know, the Big 12, the SEC, the ACC. If you want to be an elite football program and a football team, you have to have good football players. And so we're going to hit the ground running on how we build this roster. And we're, you know, I'm excited to work with John about you know, our schedules and, and, and how we move forward as a football program. Well, I'm super excited. Oh, yeah. Yeah, everybody really is. Um, it's the talk of the town. And, I, you know, uh, we had spoke, spoke with uh, John last week. He was real excited about, um, you know, possibly this, this oh, materializing yeah. he, this week. So he we, dropped the T's. We were at the yeah. podcast last week, and it's going to be very big. You're, I'm like, give him, give him more. Yeah. I nope, can't say anything. Yes. I'm going, all right, so we're not scheduling anything for the podcast for this week <laughs> until we get the word from John. That's right. And, like, William, I was like, Monday and Tuesday we hadn't heard anything, and then, boom, we get the text. Then, like, looking up online, yeah. And who, yeah. who is Coach Chev? Yeah. Oh, he played for my Cowboys for one year. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, you know I'm, like I said, I'm, I'm truly grateful for this opportunity and grateful for John. And this is going to be a fun ride. It's going to be a lot of work. And the, and the, the key is that who knows how many games we're going to win next year, but we're going to show progress, and that's what's important. Well, we got your back, Coach. Appreciate that. For sure. Thank, Thank you. you. Yeah, we'll definitely have you on before, you know, the season starts with a couple of players as well. That's kind of the format we've been doing. That works pretty good. Yeah. Gets people excited. Especially when he gets into uh, spring practice, that'll be – Told you we got to start a coaches show, man. Uh, That's – Yeah, Yeah, we'll we'll do that. I mean, I just get his approval and then I'm in. There we go. It's approved. Fingers. I saw <laughs> the thumb. The I, was, I was just, that's all I was looking right for. Right there. Now we got a picture. We got it on live, too. So that's good. Um, that would be awesome. Well, Coach, we won't keep you any longer. We appreciate it so much. Yeah, for sure. Thank and you then, uh, John, did you have anything? I mean, this is yeah. one a little shorter one, but we've, you know, you we've know, been. Hey, we appreciate you guys coming out. And uh, it's a big deal. It's a big deal for a lot of folks and a lot of people. Uh, big deal for our community, surrounding communities. Uh, not only Tahlequah, but, you know, all the folks in the small towns around that um, are looking for uh, people to get behind and, um, this is going to change a lot of things, and, and we're excited about it, and uh, we're excited to move forward, and we can't wait to, to get moving in the right direction. So thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank and, you, guys. And it's exciting hearing you already talking about recruiting. I heard you all go, hey, while we're up here, we need to just, I was like, right, we need to let you go if you got to go recruit. Yeah. You know? <laughs> That's <laughs> so, where it all starts. <laughs> yes. Uh, all right, y'all. That's been the Riverhawk Sports Nest Special Edition. We will see you next week or in two weeks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.